This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Welcome to the only daily podcast focusing on compliance news of the day. Each morning, start your day with a cup of coffee and Tom Fox, the voice of compliance, to hear about four of the top compliance, corruption, or leadership stories you will need to start your day. The Daily Compliance News is a production of the Compliance Podcast Network. February 4, 2020, the farewell to a telecom cowboy edition. We start with that story as former WorldCom CEO Bernie Ebers, who spent 13 years in a federal prison, has died. He was released from prison in December, short of his 25-year sentence for fraud because his health had deteriorated so bad. Ebers was a former Mississippi high school basketball coach who preferred cowboy boots and jeans, and he was one of the most colorful uh, executives to emerge out of the telecom revolution. Unfortunately, he was also one of the most fraudulent, uh, creating the company WorldCom by uh, acquiring uh, MCI, then the uh, second largest carrier in the U.S. His attempt to acquire Sprint was blocked by regulators. Nevertheless, uh, Ebers... um, Move forward with WorldCom, and it was just basically a Ponzi scheme, and it unraveled in 2000, and coming on the heels of Enron, it led to Sarbanes-Oxley. So we note the death of Bernie Sanders, who in many ways helped create the modern compliance program from his unremitting fraud at WorldCom. Next up in the continued saga about not only keeping your pants on, but keeping them zipped up, BlackRock has fired... Uh, two senior managers, uh, or executives rather, who had romantic relationships with a subordinate. And the money manager giant did not do it quietly. The firm ousted both leaders, announcing they broke company rules and memos that were sent to the company's 16,000 employees. Senior execs and board members discussed the matter and said they wanted to send a clear message to employees, customers, and the public. The public firings reflect a firm determination to show that the company will police its own workforce. The first uh, dismissals took place less than a year after the workplace investigation focused on the company's Hong Kong office, and this led to the termination of two other employees. Next up, more on the Airbus settlement, as it turns out that Airbus has agreed to a monitor in this settlement as a part of its judgment with the United Kingdom Uh, It agreed to having a monitor. That monitor will also, of course, cross-report to the U.S. Department of Justice, which is one of the reasons the DOJ did not require monitorship. The um, monitor will have a three-year term. Uh, At this point, it's not clear its relationship with the uh, French court, um, but uh, certainly a monitor would be appropriate given the level of corruption and the uh, paucity of um, compliance, Uh, not that they didn't have a compliance program, because they did, but it was clearly a paper program, which they had no interest in following. So uh, we'll continue to see the uh, more fallout from the Airbus settlement. I'm writing about it all week on my blog, and it may extend into next week. It's such an all-encompassing 
settlement. So uh, continue to check that out. Uh, and then finally, from the New York Times, in the Common Sense column of James Stewart, first of all, always great column, uh, he continues to follow up on the story of um, Angels in Hell, the uh, Victoria's Secret's uh, treatment of women, and a top executive uh, there at the parent company, Top L Brands, uh, complained of harassment, and she was literally locked out of the office uh, the next day. So um, for those who thought that the company might have turned a corner, uh, perhaps it has, but clearly uh, retaliation was the uh, order of the day. And in fact, uh, HR was designed to prevent people from coming forward and information getting out about the sexual harassment at the company. So it was about as bad as you can get. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Daily Compliance News, and I hope you will join me. I also hope you will join me for the Sunday Book Review, which has its own iTunes show now. So check out the Sunday Book Review on iTunes, the Compliance Podcast Network, and the FCPA Compliance Report. Daily Compliance News is a production of the Compliance Podcast Network and a proud member of C-Suite Radio. Thanks so much for listening.